Hey everyone and good morning, good evening, wherever you are. Here we are at lesson 160. Now I have to tell you something about this before we get started. There are way too many pronouns here. And if you find your intellectual mind trying to follow the pronouns and what in the world it's referring to, you will go crazy. So I'm going to tell you ahead of time what this says. It says the same thing all the other lessons say. We have programmed in a sense of separate self, not true about us, but we don't know that. It has become the focus of our attention. It's fear-driven, so of course we now have become afraid. It has taken attention away from the loving, whole, unified self that we actually are and where we are, so to speak. All of this has to be reversed. No problem. We've just forgotten what we are. We haven't ruined what we are. And when we ask for help, we get it. Okay, that's the basic storyline of this, and so now we will get started. Lesson 160 says, I'm at home. Fear is the stranger here. It says, fear is a stranger to the ways of love. Well, of course, that would be because fear is actually the absence of love. They are opposites, just like dark is the absence of light. So identify with fear, your ego, and you will be a stranger to yourself, and then you will be unknown to yourself. And so what is your real true self just seems to be alien to the part of you that thinks it's real. That's your ego programming that started when you were born and before, but different from who you really are. So who can be sane in such a circumstance? Who but a madman could believe he is what he is not? In other words, the reality of us now has been reduced to believing we're an ego and judge against himself. Okay, so this is now about decoding our ego programming, which seems to be a separate self and its care and maintenance has become our obsession. It's based on guilt and terror, most of which is unconscious. And so we... Most of us spend a lot of our lives asking, who am I, as if this is a mystery. And so we continue, there's a stranger in our midst who comes from an idea so foreign to the truth, he speaks a different language, looks upon a world truth does not know, and understands what truth regards as senseless. Well, the stranger in the midst of course, is the self-concept based on a separated state, based on the idea that we might be able to leave home. And so we have hallucinated and now don't know how to deal with the fearful world that is the result. Stranger yet, he, the ego, does not recognize to whom he comes. Conscious awareness, the observer, that's where he comes. And yet he maintains this home belongs to him. In other words, I, the ego, am real. While he is alien now, who is really at home? In other words, our own loving nature seems unreal and not here and in everything else. And yet how easy it would be to say, this is my home. Here's where I belong. And I'm not going to leave because a madman says I must, which basically is saying, Look at this crazy programming that I have believed all this time. I haven't questioned it, and I have bowed down before it. Well, I'm not going to do that anymore. That's what that sentence means. So what reason is there for not saying this? What reason is there for not standing up to this crazy idea? Well, 
What could the reason be except that you'd ask this stranger in to take your place and let you be the stranger to yourself? Now, this is where it talks about the tiny mad idea crept into all eternity, so to speak. In other words, the idea of what if we were a separate self? What would happen if we were special? So no one would let himself be dispossessed so needlessly unless he thought there was another home more suited to his tastes. The experiment, shall we say, of a world of specialness in separate things. Now, we don't know when in the beginning we decided this was a good idea, but we know now today we've thought being special, if we could just make this work out, would be a good idea. So it doesn't matter the original tiny mad idea. It's the fact that it's going on still today that's the problem. So who is the stranger? Is it fear or you? who are an expression of love that is unsuited to the home which God provided for his son. Well, no contest there. The son, of course, is who we really are in our wholeness, in the light of us. Is fear his own, big capital letters, created in his likeness? Of course not. Is it fear that love completes and is completed by? Again, of course not. There is no home that can shelter love and fear. What that means is there's no way that love and fear can coexist because love is in reality, fear is in the hallucination, and reality and hallucinations cannot mix and match. They cannot coexist. If you are real, then fear must be an illusion. And if fear is real, then you don't exist at all. Well, clearly you exist. How simply, then, this question is resolved. Who fears has just denied himself and said, I'm a stranger here, and so I leave my home to one more like to me than myself, my beloved ego. And I give it, him, all that I thought belonged to me. I give my ego, my love, my care, my attention, my adoration, my I will do anything in the world for it. So now is the truth or the reality of us exiled of necessity, not knowing who he is, uncertain of all things but this, that he's not himself. We feel like something is the matter with us, and the home has been denied him. That's when we feel lost and hopeless and unloved. So, what does he search for now? What can he find? A stranger to himself can find no home wherever he may look, for he's made return impossible. As long as we insist we're a separate self in this hallucination, we're just sunk. So his way, that's the way of the sleeping self, the ego self, is lost. Except a miracle will search him out and show him that he's no stranger now, no stranger to love. The miracle, seeing with love, will come. For in his home, his self, capital S, the eternal truth of us, remains. This conscious awareness that we are, ask no stranger in, took no alien thought to be itself, and it will call its own unto itself in recognition of what is its own. In other words, we're being called to connection or love or completion, whether we know it or not. So then it continues, who is this stranger? Is he not the one yourself calls not? You are unable now to recognize this stranger, this false self in your midst, because you've given him your rightful place. This is a reiteration of one of the earlier paragraphs. 
yet is yourself who you really are, your actual life, as certain of its own as God is of his son. There's not going to be any confusion about creation. He is as sure of what belongs to him, and no stranger, no ego experiment can be interposed between his knowledge and his son's reality. He doesn't know of any strangers. He is certain of his son. The he, in this case, see there are about a million he's in here, he's and him's. He's talking about love itself. So God's certainty suffices here. The one he knows to be his son belongs where he has set that son forever. He has asked you to ask, who is the stranger? Let's take a look at who actually is the stranger. Your ego is the stranger. So hear his voice assure you, quietly ensure you, who you are, is not a stranger to your father, nor is your creator stranger made to you. In other words, you all know each other whom God has joined, remain forever one, at home in him, no stranger to himself. So today, we offer thanks that Christ has come to search the world for what belongs to him. His vision sees no strangers, no separate selves, but beholds his own, beholds oneness, and joyously unites with them. They, that's all of us, see him as a stranger. We see love and light as a stranger because we don't recognize ourselves. Yet, as we give all of the reality welcome, we remember. And we are led gently home again where we belong. Not one does Christ forget. Not one he fails to give you to remember that your home may be complete and perfect as it was established. He hasn't forgotten you. You have not been forgotten and left out. But you're not going to remember him until you look on everything like he does, with love, with compassion, with no grievances, with wanting to see the light in everyone. So who denies his brother is denying him capital H, and thus refusing to accept the gift of sight, by which this self, this love and light, is clearly recognized. His home remembered and salvation come, because salvation, of course, is finding your way back home. See, I told you that it seems like clarity was on vacation when this one was written, so I hope that makes sense. Have a wonderful day contemplating the fact that you haven't left home You haven't ruined anything. You're still loved. Bye for now.